I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the quarantine queen, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, so I used to be into biking a lot when I lived downtown, like three or four years ago, and we still have our bikes, but they have like cobwebs on them because since then, we've had two kids and uh, moved to the suburbs and all this stuff in Dallas, and so... Picket fence, best, American dream, all that stuff. Don't even. I wish. Um, but one of the things that trying to find socially distant activities that you can do is very hard. Out, you know, as far as like with groups of people. But I took a group of people, a group of high schoolers today, uh, bike riding, and uh, we rode bikes around uh, White Rock Lake. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like you can be socially distant, and everything. But here's the thing: they're all much younger than I am, and. <laughs> I forgot how I forgot that it's 17 miles around White Rock Lake if you live in Dallas. Oof, that's and far. So, so I went from doing no biking for the past like two years to a 17 mile bike ride and like keeping up with them. I my legs are shot. So I'm just gonna be chilling and doing pods for the next few days and not doing anything because my thighs are done. But you did the whole 17 though, right? Uh, I did the whole 17 and I was like trying, like I got off my bike at the very end when we all went to our cars and I'm like trying to act cool, but really my legs are like buckling because they, they hurt so bad. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good. Man, let's shoot for it again next week. And really on the inside, I'm just screaming at myself, <laughs> but uh, but it was good. It was actually really fun and I really enjoyed it. So if y'all can get out and bike ride uh, in a socially distant way, go do it. There you go. Old man Isaac talking about his uh, (laughs) biking experience. All right. On the pod today, we are going to break down some more news coming out about the NBA returning. Talk about Sam Amick's report from 10 of the 22 bubble team GMs about how they feel going back, you know, playing the NBA and restarting again. And then we'll also um, talk about, you know, a couple of new players came out as, uh, you know, tested positive for coronavirus. We'll talk about that. We'll get into all that. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get $10 off your first order. But that's not all. Listen later. There's an incredible deal going on at the Built Bar. We'll tell you about that coming up. All right, Isaac. So, Sam Amick of The Athletic. Um, friend of the pod, in a way, I did a locked on NBA with him a little while ago. So adjacent okay. friend of the pod, call it. We'll call it friend of the pod. He used to be a, like a frequent guest for locked on. I think right. Back yeah, he was. Day. Yeah, like you, the way um, the way Ben Golliver is a weekly, you yeah. know, contributor to locked on NBA. Sam Amick was, and I hosted. I say the, back in the day, but that was like last year. It so. was no, it was like a couple months ago. <laughs> okay, so back. Before quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Because I hosted with him this season. So, okay. At some point. So, uh, Sam Amick reported that 10 of the 22 bubble team GMs uh, texted him back or messaged him back, and he was able to get answers from some of these. And so, we're going to go through all this stuff. I have so much stuff on this that we want to talk about and discuss. Uh, let's just start with right away the, the raw numbers. He said of the 10 bubble GMs, and he didn't specify which ones, if they were even Western or Eastern Conference or if they were playoff teams or not. He said seven of them 
were cautiously optimistic about the season, and only three of them were really, really gravely concerned. Does that tell you anything? Um, not really. No, but just because I think the cautiously optimistic is where I think a lot of people want to be right now. Of hey, like we want basketball, we want to be optimistic about it, but. I would have been more surprised if it came out and said, like, oh, like, three or four of them said, you know, no problem at all. Like, why are we even talking about this? I would have been shocked about that. But I would assume the majority of them are cautiously optimistic because they know. I mean, you can't deny stats what's happening in Florida and stuff right now. And really, I mean, if you live in Texas and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, three of them being really concerned and seven being cautiously optimistic. There's not a huge gap between those two things. Uh, And I'm not really sure what that means to Sam Amick. Like, you know, at what level, how how can he gauge that? At what level are they super concerned? At what level are they cautiously optimistic, right? You know, what's the metric for that? So uh, it's at least none of them that he heard from said, there's no way we should be doing this, right? They didn't go to that level, it seems like. But really concerned is kind of like if you went from a one to a five, one being, I'm all for this, you know, there's no problem. Five being, we shouldn't play at all. There's no reason to play. It seems like three of them are at a four and seven of them are at like a two or three, right? Well, yeah, well, it's like we just don't know what the scale was. Right. You know, do those three people that's seriously concerned is – are all three of those people like, hey, like I'm seriously concerned. I don't think we should have this. Or is this like, I'm seriously concerned, but I guess we're just going to try. Let's go for it. You know, I, we just don't know that. Yeah. And from the quotes that I read, it didn't seem like those those three were at that level yet. But we didn't hear all of the things that they said. So who knows? Uh, a straight quote from one of the GMs said, there's a lot of uncertainty. I know all the proper measures are being taken, but there still is a lot of unknown. You know and I know why we are playing for the money. If not that, do you really think we'd be playing? I get it, and I'm in, but with hesitation. That's one of the cautiously optimistic GMs. He's talking about the money, and I kind of want to bring that up. We, we've talked about before how much money the players would lose, how much money you know the NBA would lose in general. The NBA is a business, right? I mean, a lot of times it, it feels like we want the NBA to do what's right and the, you know the moral thing above all else, but they're business first and foremost. And so we understand why they're trying to do this. And also, we saw today the Portland Trailblazers. They had to let go, you know, a bunch of employees and take have a bunch of employees take pay cuts today. Uh, and that's with the NBA, you know, planning on coming back. So you wonder if this would affect it anyway. If 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 the NBA didn't come back, would more people get laid off? Like what happened to the Portland Trailblazers? That's that's one of the things that we're gonna have to weigh. And I'm not. I'm, I still don't know if one side or the other is right. Right? Like some of this is gonna be results based, and I'm still on the angle. I don't know if it, if it's completely morally wrong to go back because you're putting people's lives in danger. Because I'm not sure if. If it's to that extent yet, I'm also not sure that, you know, to put all these people into a tough situation by not going back and, you know, people getting laid off and all that. It's just, there's just so many things to weigh, but that's just one of the things. Yeah, I like the honesty from that quote um, from that GM because, I mean, I, I agree with it 100%. The only reason they're coming back is money. I mean, it, there's no there's no other way around that uh, besides yeah i mean yeah you're not going to say the history of the game or continuing on the legacy no, you know like, like none of none of that would be worth it you know no they're coming back for the money and the money i mean we've we've heard and we've read 
all the tweets, all the articles of if the NBA doesn't come back. You know, that was before they announced the, the plan. We heard all about it. Then it came back up whenever uh, the Kyrie phone call happened. And then, you know, people wanted to share those articles again. It's like, all right, well, if the players decide to set out, this is what they're going to be losing and the league's going to be losing in CBA. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's 1,000%. The only reason they're coming back is for money and for, for the league. Whether it's right or wrong, I, I just don't have an opinion on that. And I, I just don't. Uh, that's not. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, we're never getting our own show on ESPN. We're not getting our own show on ESPN radio with these kind of takes. But well, I, but I, don't, well, I just don't think I don't think I'm in a spot to have an opinion on it because I don't have. I mean, we have something to lose when it comes to like podcast numbers and like we've seen how much they dipped off after you know after the season was suspended and like we pay our bills with what we make on this podcast right. too. But like these full-time jobs and like i feel like like those people would have more of a more of a a stake and opinion on it for me to set back and say hey yeah this is morally you know wrong or i don't think i don't think they should come back because corona stuff or i think they should i just don't have a a dog in that fight so yeah in other words we're we're biased that we we do want it to come back uh, and so, I want it to come back, but I also, I mean, yeah, I don't want to go and like, oh, if I if if I lean one direction, and I I do I do take this uh, stuff serious though with Corona stuff, and I'm not. I the more the numbers rise in Florida, and the more you hear about Disney employees being able to be there and they're not getting tested, that would set really uncomfortable with me if I was a player or GM or whatever it is, uh, because you don't want to think about. And they talk about this in this article of. Was it worth it? The question after it all, are, is people going to be, is going to say, was this worth it? And I think that's the ultimate question of everything. What will be the threshold that you say, what was it worth it? And there's a lot of dark paths that you can go down in that. Nick and I've texted about it. I don't want to talk about them on the pod, but it's like, if this happens, would the league, would NBA, Twitter, would media, would they still deem it, it was worth it? And how, what, what, what guideline, what parameter, like what, what would have to happen for you to still think as an individual, was it worth it at that point? That, that, that gets really tricky and a slippery slope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's slippery slope in both directions. The economic impact from, you know, the seeing Portland having to, to lay off some people today and make pay cuts and all that kind of stuff. What does that have, you know, where does that lead all the the people that get laid off? I mean, that could, you know, layoffs and, and stuff and, um, uh, unemployment has led to you know death as well you know people you know becoming homeless or whatever so there, there's so many just different ramifications that we just don't know yet and it it may take going through the season and whatever the nba decides I, we're just gonna have to go, you know go along with and um you know and cover it so all right coming up let's get into some more of this report there's more things more concerns and more um thoughts from nba gms from the sam amick report but before we get to that isaac harris let me tell you about this delicious bar that you've had and I've had. It's called Built Bar. Is it Built? It's Built. It's Built Well, by the way. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 16 incredible flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, low carbs, which is awesome for you. Uh, They're an incredible bar. And right now, I'm on their website right now. There's an inventory closeout of 50% off everything. So if you want to get $10 off your first order and then 50% off, potentially off that, 
I have not tried this because I've already got my first box, so I can't I can't go through it myself. But you might as well right now if you're if you're in your car if you're uh, if you're stopped or if you're at home, try this. Go try this out. Use the promo code Locked On and then go see how much you can get off these built bars right now. This is going to be potentially the cheapest time you could ever try some of these. So if you've been on the fence, if you're saying, "And I don't know if I want to try this," fifty percent off everything. I'm going to click here to order right now and see what it, where it takes me. They have uh, incredible flavors they have let's see here they have peanut butter they have the mixed box 18 bars i still have some they're sold out of some of these by the way so you need to get on this now built bar save 50 percent off today 50 percent off a box i mean that, just to try that you might as well do that now uh go to builtbar.com use the promo code lockdown you'll get ten dollars off your first order use the promo code lockdown uh, for ten dollars off at builtbar.com right now 50 percent off the inventory go check that out builtbar.com and isaac harris let me tell you about one of the most useful hacks on my phone it's a life hack it's an app it's a useful tool my wife actually is a subscriber to this she started using it and she loves it it's called blinkist it's unique it works on your phone your tablet your web browser it takes the best key takeaway the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to my wife is going through this right now she loves it she loves the different options it has she loves being able to just kind of try out a book and honestly she's taking this as this is a really good book report that she can listen to and you get the ideas of the book and you get the whole, all the information. But then if she wants to dive into it more, she can go and get the book. So it's kind of getting to test drive a book as well. And you're already getting the information from it. So if you want the whole context from a book, you can take Blinkist and test drive it and then go out and actually go get it. Or you can just take the information from Blinkist anyway, because it's enough there that will make it worth your while. So with Blinkist, you get an unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want for all for one low price and right now for a limited time Blinkist has a special offer for our audience which my wife used go to Blinkist.com slash NBA try it free for 7 days and save 25% off your new subscription that's Blinkist B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free 7 day trial and also save 25% off but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA alright Isaac Harris let's get through some more of these concerns more of these things from Sam Amick article of 10 of the 22 bubbled team GMs so the biggest concerns one of them was the non-bubble bubble and the the thought that keeps getting brought up is the fact that Disney cast members Disney employees are going to be going in and out of the bubble so it's not really a true bubble this is a thing that NBA GMs and players and everyone it seems to be concerned about why hasn't the NBA like change this right this is the the one thing that everyone brings up first and foremost before anything yeah i'm not, i'm not for sure i think we'd have to talk to like a disney expert on this uh like a key smith or something i've i've seen stuff thrown around about the disney union uh, between their workers as far as you would have to like negotiate with them uh i mean in a w- to get them to do this though they would have to remain quarantined for the whole time so they're they're committing to three months right It'd be pretty hard to find people that are qualified, trained to do some of these jobs and that would agree to do this for three months and say quarantine from family and everything. I mean, that's probably the big thing. And yeah, the Disney union is definitely part of that. But uh, it's, a, it's a really hard logistical thing to figure out and also hard to get volunteers for people that have, you know, that want to do this. One thought that I had, why don't you get people that are work that would normally work for the team and make and get them to come 
come to it, right? Work for Disney for three months that are out, maybe out of a job right now. I mean, there's other testing you have to do and all kinds of stuff like that. But uh, if you can't find a workforce that would agree to that, maybe bring in your own. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, obviously the NBA is signing off on this right now because they've probably heard every single detail that Disney has planned for their workers they from like separate entrances to they can only walk down the hallway here and that there they do. and like they have those. and there yeah and there's like ways to the, for them to prove that hey they can't it's still uneasy from a public perspective though the idea because we put in our head a bubble and like no one can leave and the idea that you you're telling a player you can't leave you have to stay here but we're going to allow these Disney workers to come in and go whenever they you know whenever they want at night and come back the next day and they're not getting tested and the only thing that they're getting is you know the temperature check basically and it's like hey they're not gonna come in t- contact with players you know also so it's yeah I really want to see I would be shocked if everything that came out over the past few weeks stayed the exact same by the time they get to Disney. I'm expecting some things to change. Yeah, and this is one of those things, or maybe we learn more information about this. Uh, One thing I want to keep pushing back from from some people that I'm seeing talk about this is that the NBA just hasn't tried, right? Like, like the NBA has really put together this cohesive plan. Hasn't tried? Wait, some people say that they're not trying? That the NBA hasn't tried to get information, haven't tried to... um, the, the, the NBA is not in good faith putting this plan together, right? That they're not getting their own mm. experts, that they're not, you know, seeking counsel, that they're not, you know, getting information, right? Like maybe isn't tried is the, the wrong way to put it, but um, the NBA does have a lot of information about this, and the NBA is doing you know, their own research and bringing in experts, and we'll talk about that also in a second. The other yeah, thing, I, no, I was just gonna say I wouldn't ever take it as an angle say on trap because I think their plan is like. In, like it's crazy how detailed and the stu- and the work they put into this plan. I think it just boils down to one simple sentence, simple fact: the NBA put together the best plan they possibly could, and they're willing to take the risk to bring the league back to make the money. That that's just where I. I mean, right? And so, and the, I mean, yeah. the players are willing to as well because they're they're able to opt yeah. in or opt majority out. Majority of them, yeah. Majority right. of them. We haven't heard. We didn't. We didn't even hear any players today on Wednesday so far players not playing right i mean all the players you heard today tested positive we'll talk about those in a minute um the other concerning thing for for gms this is a direct quote from a gm with each case that rises in orlando which orlando is is rising florida is rising in general um miami is where most of the cases have been i think one third or or a little over one third of the total cases have been in miami and that's a, a hot spot for sure but orlando is you know another is the second large city and so that's a, a real hot spot for coronavirus as well but the, the quote was with each case that's rising in orlando the smart players with families are like why the f are we going there again one gm said so mm. the idea of florida is being being brought up again um and why they're doing this and that's this one of the big concerns this is probably the second biggest concern from from everyone is why florida why there I think infrastructure has something to do with it, and I think yeah. if you're going to create a bubble um, anywhere, it's going to there's you know it's going to be safer than the outside environment. But uh, man, I, it it is kind of tough to see all these rising cases in in Florida specifically and in this area and how this state that I live in has been 
you know, handling this. And it's not well, by the way. The state is not handling this very well at all. Uh, there's, you know, all kinds of people saying that they're even fabricating numbers, that they're trying to lower the numbers. They're using, you know, pneumonia deaths instead of COVID deaths. Like they're calling them different things. And there's just all kinds of weird things happening in Florida. And so I kind of, I understand the players side of it saying, why are we going there? Like why specifically to Florida to, you know, to Disney? Yeah. I think it has a lot to do with the infrastructure thing. Like you said, I mean, if you had a Nostradamus on, you know, on staff for the NBA and you saw this coming five years ago, we might see an NBA complex being built in Wyoming and, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere and you have five gyms and, you know, four hotels and it's you know there but we just didn't they didn't have the time for anything like that i mean you don't where else can you ideally yeah you would have this bubble in a state or you know in a place where there's hardly any cases but there's no there's no facility like this that you they can should do it in new zealand yeah New Zealand has no cases, right? New Zealand might say, nah. We got any Kiwis yeah, listening yeah. to the podcast? Let us know. <laughs> Invite the NBA to come down. New Zealand's like, nah, nah, nah. We're, no, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. We just yeah. got rid of that thing. <laughs> the Shire is locking it down right now. So, uh, But no, I mean, I, I think that's the thing. It's like, And once they committed to Disney, I mean, you just can't. It's not like they can just U-turn it right now yeah. and say, all right, let's go. Let's pick a new place so much has went into you know went into all of that so yeah it, it with a lot of this we're kind of already we're too far down the road at this point to um you know to, to do anything else so all right coming up some more from this article and uh some more news coming up but before we do isaac harris rockauto.com is the place to get all the parts your car will ever need they have everything from engine control modules brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet for your car whether it's your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door i mean that's what you need right now if you need a specific part you don't want to go out especially if you're in texas if you're in you know my state of florida uh the numbers are rising and right now is the time for us to go back into quarantine and so you need that delivered right to your door and that's where rock auto comes in best of all prices at rock rockauto.com are always reliably low the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write in locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that you were sent from us locked on mavericks put in locked on in that box amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the rest of this article. Um, some more concerns. There's concerns about family and friends. Players on you know, 16 teams would go seven weeks without being around anyone from their personal circle. They can't bring in anyone, no families, no anything, for seven weeks because you can't bring in anybody until the first round of the playoffs, I believe. And so, Almost two months. Almost two months without family, without you know anyone else in their circle besides other players and people on their team. I mean, this is, um, man, one of the quotes from the GMs really stuck out with me about this. Most of these guys aren't familiar with the psychology of deployment. That word deployment, I mean, it, it is like, you know, they're getting sent out like like the military in a way. Like they they're out, they're on their own, they're with their group, and they're not with their families. Much much, much lesser degree. Just, <laughs> much, just much lesser just degree. That aspect just of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to be cavalier about this, but yeah, just in the sense that the, the psychology of deployment is what the GM said that you know you're you're out and you're you're away from your family in that way and you're out doing um, 
Yeah, your, and you can't. And you can't go. I mean, I uh, one thing that I mean, I guess they can't stop them. One thing we haven't nobody I've heard anybody talk about is what if they do get there and a player says, "Screw this, like I'm I'm gone." They could probably that, leave, right? I mean, I mean they'll have to. I mean, I don't think they're going to jail him in, but they just won't be able to come back. So. You know, I just wonder if that's the. Uh, I mean, Derrick Rose did it, and this is before quarantine, so he just left the Knicks and said, "See the ya. Knicks, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, it's that. happened before. Yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting situation if someone does do that. But at that point, there's probably the peer pressure of you know stick with your team. Uh, maybe a you know a potential free agent player could do that, but if you're alienating your your team and all that stuff, I mean, yeah. It, and I want I want to say about the family thing too is. There's just so many unique situations. I know. I feel like there's probably a lot of people reading this, and you know, they would say, "Well, you're making millions of dollars. You can be away from your family for seven weeks." Well, yeah. that's not always the case for every player. And you you saw the unique situation with Trevor Ariza with his son. I don't know all the details on it, but that's an example of a situation where he's like, "Hey, I need to be with my son. I have to be with my son." Or if you don't have family who lives in the states, or uh, you know, you just you name it. And I so I don't think this is something you can just gloss over as a casual fan and be like, "Well, boo hoo, I don't want to hear." Because I have seen a little bit about that, and I'm just not here to hear that. Of well, they can just be away from families because they're yeah. they're millionaires. It's no big deal. It is a big deal. So, yeah. And a lot of people depend on them as well. Um, you yeah. know. So, uh, another thing, another concern GMs brought up was basketball recovery from positive tests. This is a thing I'm seeing on Twitter a lot recently is that we don't know the long-term effects of, you know, testing positive for COVID or having the coronavirus. We know that the majority of people around, you know, NBA players age and, you know, and athletic ability or, um, you know, fitness, they, they are asymptomatic mostly. And, you know, people of that age normally, you know, don't show symptoms and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so we just kind of gloss over it. But if you are symptomatic or if there is long-term effects, even being, you know, asymptomatic, that's something we just, we don't really know a ton about yet. And so, recovery from basketball somebody could get this and it could change their their career and they not they might not be able to play nba basketball again i mean that's just that's one of the long-term things that we could be running into and it's why this thing is so complicated yeah i also wonder how like recovery happens inside the bubble because let's say let's say a player let's say they get there and they're like halfway through the regular season games and uh, a player test positive. Right. And it's like, all right, well, player test positive. Now they're going to quarantine that player. They go to isolation put, housing. <laughs> isolation housing for the next, what, 10 to 14 days? Right. Something like that? Right. Does that player get to work out? Does he get to do anything? Or after those 14 days, is that player just like, you're playing on day 15 if he tests negative on day 14 that you're just taking two weeks off and then bam a lot of times when you see injury or something you know take place in the nba it's like they have this ramp up time you know they start practicing all right well so and so is back practicing he's on practice for a few weeks bam he's back in the you know, back playing into games so that's another aspect of this of we don't know exactly what isolation housing looks like or consists of if somebody does test positive yeah, it's a it's a problem that you know they're dealing with Nikola Jokic right now. With he tested positive, he's quarantining, and so he can't go to the facility and go work out. Right? If he comes, you know, whenever he does come back from Serbia, is he going to be able to stay in the shape that he's in? Right? Is he going to go back to yeah. the shape that he was? Uh, and and then after, well, like players that, players today that was named what was it? Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Buddy Brogdon, Healed. Buddy Heald, and uh, Jabari Parker for the Kings apparently. Jo- 
Yeah, apparently. So it's like, yeah, I wonder what's going on with them. Do they, you know, we know the Mavericks are starting their practices on July 1st. You know, let's assume every team starts their practice on July 1st too. I mean, that's what, six, seven days from now? Does that mean these players, they can't join in on these practices until Orlando probably? And it's like the first time that they're getting into the gym and working out in in the actual team facility gym or working out with other players and teammates. Is that not happening for them until Orlando? So, it, yeah. And that seems to be the case. I mean, so, you know, some of these players are saying that, you know, I think it was Malcolm Brogdon, they said, you know, he has tested positive, he's going to go into quarantine, and he will join them in Orlando, right? Like, that's probably the first time he's going to be able to be with his team is, you know, in Orlando, like, if he if he gets the two negative tests. Yeah, which it isn't, the, you know, the craziest of things because, I mean, yeah, if they start practicing on the first, that you know, I think what they're leaving for Orlando on the 7th or something. Was like a week. So it, it's a week, but all this time matters. Week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every I think every bit of time matters right now heading into the this new ramped up season. Yeah, there's also one of the concerns, the big ones, and we'll kind of end on this, is that the the long term effects of not playing. One GM said, "quote If you don't at least try and see how this goes, the NBA could be impacted easily in the next five to ten years in a way that'll be very similar to what your industry, I'm assuming he's talking about media, is going through as well. There's going to be mass layoffs, and it could really change. And that's the economic impact of this too. Is that you know there are health ramifications on one side of uh, you know doing it, but if you don't do it and don't come back." then there's economic impacts as well. And so you kind of have to, to weigh the two. Uh, and it's not just that rich people will lose money. There's there's people like that got laid off, you know, from Portland that are going to, you know, lose their jobs as well. Well, I think that's what everybody's going through right now across the country. Sports are not. Right. And a lot of businesses and um, local businesses, corporations, you name it, that are weighing this the, the cost right now of like, hey, how much can we suffer economically but we're also putting people's lives at risk too. And that's the debate everyone is going, you know, going through right now in, in the business world in throughout our country. And now we're seeing, you know, it's the same things happen to the, the NBA is no different in this case. They're trying to figure that stuff out too. So we're all kind of in the same boat in that. The final thing I'll end with this from the article, uh, they had Dr. Angela Rasmussen. He, she is a uh, virologist at Columbia university uh, in New York, and she acknowledged that the many ways which the NBA, um, the the ways that the NBA is challenged and that they're trying to do this is kind of a microcosm for society at large. She says, "quote I think it's a good plan. It's reasonable. You're trying to balance the needs of this being a big business that employs a lot of people, and we can't be in indefinite lockdown forever. But it's not a completely safe plan, and I don't know that there is a completely safe plan. It's like what you were saying earlier. They've done the best possible job that they could do with this." And they've done a good plan. They have a good plan, but it's not completely safe. There's always some kind of risk in it. Yeah, I mean that that's that's, that's it. the plan. That's, the thing. I mean, that, that's it right there, and that's ultimately what it's going to come come down to. And going full circle, what what is worth the risk? And those those decisions are for people way higher than than me behind my mic. Thankfully. Thankfully, it's higher than us, <laughs> for sure. There you go, for guys. Sure. We will be live on Thursday, so if you're listening to this, hopefully you can get us on Hot Mic. You know, download the download the app and use the promo code NickVanExit. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Uh, but you can see us live and play some games with us, GamePod, on Thursday. So come hang out with us. That'll go live on Friday. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.